Can I do this? Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Let's make me hungry for bacon. What <laughs> if <laughs> you just sounded like that the whole show? Yeah. yeah. Adam, what do you think? You wouldn't have a recording career. <laughs> How long does it go? Hours. <laughs> what will run out first, Adam's patience or the popping of the rocks? Adam's patience. And now the popping of the rocks. <laughs> well, you can't swallow those, though, right? They don't pop in your stomach. You got it. You'll they're, they're, a pop rocks tree. They're will edible. Grow your stomach. Do you have a you have a coke to wash that down with? <laughs> Today on Alphabetical Matchbox. Oh, hello! I didn't hear you come in. This is Alphabetical. It's the Internet's podcast where we go through the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically. Have a seat. I'm Alex. I'm Pete the Retailer. Hello, I'm John. Hey guys, I'm Mel Adam. All right, and today we're discussing the song Matchbox. Matchbox. From 1964's album Something New, later released on CD as The Past Masters. Yes. Standardized on PM1. 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 Yeah. This is a Carl Perkins song sung here by Ringo Starr. Richard Starkey. Yeah, I love right. the pedigree of this song. <laughs> we can go back to talking about sheepdogs. <laughs> now, the pedigree of this song, uh, originally it was a song for Pete Best to sing. They kicked Pete out. Then John sung it uh, in Hamburg for a while, and then uh, it became a Ringo song. Did anyone find the live recording of uh, Pete Best doing it? No. There is one, apparently. Yeah, I, I, I didn't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to go look. I've never heard Pete Best's voice, not even in interviews or anything. Hmm. You just have like a blindness to... <laughs> yeah, when I guess I've watched videos, but him specifically, I can't. Uh, I've never pictured him with a Liverpool accent. Mm. I guess because he, he, yeah, he looks like he looks like clean a fif- cut regular, like a fifties yeah. guy. Yeah, like exactly. I picture him talking like a hello, like Barbara. <laughs> <you know? laughs> exactly, like an upper crust I British say lord. The Beatles were my favorite band, and we did some rather interesting things in Hamburg. Jolly good, jolly good. They say I couldn't keep time, but my time was perfect. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't fit with the boys. I kept the best time. Yes. Mm. Mm, um, Carl Perkins. Mm. We should do. Uh, we should Perkins, start t- um, so. doing a tally of the Carl Perkins songs. We should yeah. record episodes regarding Perkins songs at a Perkins. What? <laughs> oh, Perkins. I heard they friendly. <laughs> it was a Carl Perkins song, but it, uh, it was originally also like five other blues songs. Yeah, it's, uh, the the earliest that I had written down was uh, Matchbox Blues by Blind Lemon Jefferson, <laughs> 1927. You know, I remember that Ruddles. Isn't there a Ruddles bit? Oh, Blind they, Lemon Pie? Yeah, Blind Lemon. Or Blind Lemon Pledge, wasn't there some other <laughs> I think it was Blind Lemon Pie, the was guy that uh, started all the white bands, like yeah, the, Ruddles, yeah. the Stones and yeah. the Ruddles and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. I these guys need healthcare, better healthcare. Who oh, these the blues Beatles? musicians? They're loaded. This is handicapped. They're blind. They're oh, okay. you know, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, why are they always blind? <laughs> How about it's to distinguish the blind ones were more successful usually. So it's like, oh wait, like mm-hmm. which Lemon Jefferson? Blind Lemon Jefferson. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay. I think they just told them they were more successful. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's why Ray Charles always wanted to be paid in singles. Right. <laughs> No, that's not even that's, that's not, not even a joke. That's, that's not a joke. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 
Because clubs were ripping him off, so he oh demanded to be paid in singles. So if he's playing like Radio City Musical, he's to sit well, there with well, like I mean, you know, ten thousand. Right. Well, that's now, why if everybody he's playing Radio City Musical now, then you run. You can demand whatever you want. Right, but it must take like another half an hour, or even more than that. Right. Well, if you're blind and, you and die, dead, are you? If you come back as a ghost, are you still blind? Ooh. Well, Ooh. see, here's the thing. Well, since that, since Ray Charles wasn't born blind. Mm. He could dream visually, right. so probably so, when he came back, right. you could probably see his The ghost, ghost inherits yeah. the... It's like the, Jedi rules. Yeah, right. because yeah. If, you're, if you're blind from birth, mm-hmm. you're blind in dreams, mm-hmm. so I would imagine you're blind as a ghost. Mm. Oh, wait, so also if you're blind from birth. <laughs> yeah, right. because if you've never experienced like yeah. sight, your brain can't form the pictures to dream like visually. The yeah. irony, though, is that ghost Ray Charles also got blinded. Oh. Did he? So, uh, hmm. but there's nothing you can walk he into. He went towards the light. He got blinded ghost. by the light. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was revved. Walk up. into it, but do not look directly. Yeah. No. Anyway, Carl Perkins. Carl <laughs> Perkins. Carl Perkins said, "Hey, Carl there's Perkins. a song by an old blues guy." Mm-hmm. Although he denied that. that he ever heard the original version <sighs> of it. Freaking Carl Perkins, man! So like him. Yep. Um, yeah. and apparently he was. Uh, in the studio this day when they recorded that. There's oh, Nick, yeah. The ghost, the ghost of Carl Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the goat of Carl Perkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. bad. No, yeah, he was, he's not on the record, but he was hanging around the studio that, like, at the Beatles invited him. Because they were huge Perkins He was just fans. sitting there watching. <laughs> watching the wheels. Yeah. Um, Matchbox holding his right, book. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, that was so funny you bring that up, the lyrics, because mm-hmm. those are the wrong lyrics. What? The ones that Ringo sings. Well, yeah, because I looked up the lyrics, too, and there seems to be a lot of conflicting... Right, because like, the way that Carl, per- Carl Perkins sang it apparently had some, you know, led some people to believe that, the, that it was, uh, was, was sitting here watching Matchbox Hole in My Clothes. Yeah. Sitting here watching... Matchbox hole in my clothes. Yes. Uh, where originally, like, the, the thing that makes a lot more sense is, well, I guess we can argue about whether it makes sense or not. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I disagree. I think the sitting hole. Sitting here wondering, will a matchbox hold all my clothes? So the guy is, he's so destitute that he's just like, look, all my clothes could probably fit in the matchbox right now. Like, that's how, that's how down low, that's how broke I am. Mm. That, I always thought it was Matchbox holding my clothes. Right. Well, that's what it also should could be, be basically. a Matchbox hole in my clothes. See, that, see, I when I read hole, I thought that made more sense. A hole like, the size of, of a, a Matchbox. Match, like yeah. like in his pocket. Like yeah. where it was in his pocket and it rubbed through. Well, mm. not the, the, well, he just has hole. His clothes are in tatters. He has a Matchbox right. size hole. Not like a bread mm. box, but a Matchbox. No. Oh. Because I, I would never, I'm so poor, all my clothes could fit in a matchbox. Just sounds like. Well, it's hyperbole, but it's like, you know. Well, why even put them in a I'm box? I'm a doll, and all my clothes fit in a matchbox. Oh, um, man, this should have been on the Doll Man soundtrack. <laughs> I, I, I would like, if this, like, what if this song was called Breadbox? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would have been much bigger, though. Yeah. <laughs> a breadbox could hold all my clothes. Yeah, all yeah. your clothes. Can all fit. the clothes you're wearing right now, not all the clothes you own. Almost all the clothes I'm wearing. Wow, <laughs> not the shoes or the jeans. He's wearing some huge shoes right now. Yeah, it's one of my shoes can't fit. Or the cod box. piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John is wearing a pair of gigantic shoes and a speedo, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So all your clothes probably could fit. Them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are there any other songs about Matchbox? <laughs> <laughs> There's a band called Matchbox is Twenty. That, yeah, they did twenty did they songs their, about Matchbox. Yeah. 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 Then they broke up. Uh, speaking of funny lyrics, I it, 
cracks me up that he says, if you don't want Ringo's peaches. <laughs> Wait, so no, if you don't want... Oh, he does say Ringo's. Yeah, right, if you right, don't right. want any of Ringo's peaches, don't come around his tree. Right. And, well, so Ringo's peaches. I can't believe he never like marketed our that's peach what company. I, <laughs> I wrote that Ringo's peaches thing. Like, how did he not like spin that into something? He's yeah. probably listening right now, and he's like, "That's a good old idea." Lawyer. He's like, "Hey, what happened happened with that peach thing?" <laughs> Ringo's star peaches. <laughs> Um, although compare, uh, compare and contrast, legacy, whatever, but uh, Steve Miller Band uh, in The Joker, uh, really, uh, really love your peaches, want to shake your tree. Yeah. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't want my peaches, if you don't want Ringo's peaches, but mm-hmm. you do want... Well, I don't know. It seems, uh, well, Allman Brothers also had the song. Right? Is this a common... Eat a peach. Uh, eat a peach, right. Peaches... Right. Uh, Innuendo. I think uh, Presidents of the United States of America had oh, yeah. the best, most well-known peach song. Millions of peaches. Yeah. Mm. How much did they pay for those, though? <laughs> Does anyone know? <laughs> I think peaches sounds. I, 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 we could get, be getting into dangerous territory here, but <laughs> it seems more natural to use peaches when referring to a woman as opposed to a guy saying, "Hey, you want to check out my peaches?" Or right. Nicholas Nicholas Cage in Face Off. Did he, he talk about peaches? He uses it. He uses it in a, a few times, like when trying to hit on women. He goes, "You know, I like peaches. I could eat a peach for hours." And again. then looks at them really awkwardly. Oh, but no. again, that makes right. sense. Yeah, it's it's not like he's going, "Hey, you want a peach? <laughs> <laughs> Come back to my place, eat a peach." <laughs> and then he's just listening to Almond Brand, Almond Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Almond Brand, Almond, Almond Brand peaches, Almond Brand with peaches. It's mm. delicious in the morning and it's healthy too. Now with peaches. But not Ringo's uh, Peaches, because he missed out on that uh, deal. Did, did anybody listen to the song? Or? Sure. All right. yeah. What song is this? The, the Matchbox. <laughs> oh, I did. Shoebox. Sure, of course. Shoe, Shoebox. Beatles. Uh, blues. blues. It's, it's all right. <laughs> yes. It is blues. That's my job. Blues. Okay. Uh, um, I feel like it's it's good for what it is. Like mm-hmm. It's like... We're not trying to make this amazing. This is what this song is, and yeah, but, this is our interpretation. Yeah, or not our inter. Our, not even that. Just our version of it. Yeah, it's a thing that happened. Yeah, exactly. Nothing to get excited about. Wait, are we going to ratings now? To I the don't Rolling Stone. Well, Rolling, Rolling Stone. No, 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 Rolling, no Stone. Rolling Stone. Okay. Uh, okay, Adam, you were in the middle of bad mouthing Ringo song. What were you saying? Yeah, it's just <laughs> nothing to get. I knew that was going to come up. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's just nothing to get well, excited it's a about. Best song that Ringo, you know, yeah. tried to salvage. Oh, yeah, and you know. Just Let's try to salvage, <laughs> try to make, <laughs> make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like Carl's here. We got to. Do you think he was like, "Hey, you guys should record one of my songs"? They're like, "Oh, I guess so." And they like had to go through it because Carl was there. Or maybe, but, yeah, maybe they heard he was in the studio and yeah. they're like got all nervous and like yeah. they timed it so when he was walking by the door, they played a Carl Perkins song. Right. They're like, "Oh, didn't know you yeah. were here." Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then hey. the, we love you. And you Carl Perkins. It's like uh-huh. Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> Hey gang, it's Carl Perkins. Yeah, hey, Jeff Emmerich. Stop by and uh, say hello. Yep. <laughs> I can't do. What was that, Carl Perkins? First name. <laughs> I, uh, he's been in England a long time. I, he's, uh, he's picked up the accent. I don't know what I'm doing here, but uh, <laughs> you kids gonna play some rock and roll or what? Hi, I'm Carl Perkins. <laughs> How you doing? My amusement park was abandoned. <laughs> Everybody's trying to be my baby. You kids stay away from there, Mickey Dog. Any of you kids got a matchbox? <laughs> I need someone to put my clothes in. <laughs> <laughs> or alternately, my pog, my pockets have holes in them the size of matchboxes. Well, that's why he doesn't have one to put his clothes in, because it fell out of the hole. 
There oh, so you're it's like a, a loop. It's oh, a loop. my God. Yeah. He put it his all comes clo- full circle. He put his clothes in the matchbox, which then fell through the hole in his pocket. Right. And then <laughs> right. and so on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Infinite recursion. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's deeper than... Uh, Infinite recursion. That's my uh, my dream think. metal band. Yes. <laughs> Your prog metal. <laughs> well, um, how do you, how do you guys rank this compared to the other Ringo songs that we've discussed so far? Act this, naturally. Don't pass me by. Another one. Bites the dust. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a Ringo song. Yeah, I think this would be on the bottom so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah, is I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think of uh, what, listening to this song? I think of, remember that old um, Dan Klaus bit. I don't know if it was from Eight Ball. Or he was uh, Art School Confidential. We're talking comics, guys. Where he's uh, Ugly Girls. Um, but I, I know the like <laughs> I, a don't, glove. I don't know which one it was from. I am aware of the works of Pablo Neruda. <laughs> um, hate, but he was talking about how oh, I'm uh, familiar with uh, hell for him. Hell is uh, is like. I forgot. It's like basically Jim Belushi doing Devil in a Blue, uh, Devil oh. with a Blue Dress uh, over and over again. He did a thing about how much he hated Chicago. Yeah, oh, it was in the Chicago. Yeah, yeah. which was just in Eight Ball, I think. Or, yeah, in, yeah. And uh, so this, this, I thought of that while listening to this. I was like, this kind of bunch of white guys just doing a bluesy, like they're kind of. It's like even secondhand too, because it's like a you know they're copying a white guy that was just copying a bunch of bluesy stuff and. I don't know. I don't buy it. Mm. I don't think they're doing a good job. They can take that and make magic with it at times, but I like it more when they're influenced by it, not directly covering it. When they're directly covering it, it sounds like like Chicago karaoke. Now, is your objection that they are white guys doing a cover of a song by a white guy that was stolen from black guys? <laughs> if they had done a cover of the version by Blind Lemon Jefferson, uh, would that have bothered you? If it sounded like this, yes. Okay. Yeah, because it just it sounds like <laughs> it's lifeless. A yeah, there's bit. no no spark coming from it. It's just straight. I mean, they they are having fun doing it, kind of, but it's not. It's like paint by numbers. Yeah. Well, they, they had the albums to fill, and this wasn't even on an album. It was paint just by like, like a, see? yeah, yeah. Perkins they had, they by had, numbers. <gasps> they had future anthologies to fill. <laughs> That's right. Future collections, <laughs> compilations. They're like, oh. That's what I'm always doing. I'm always thinking for the posthumous collection. Right. Whenever I do artwork, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, someday I'm going to be dead. This is going to be a great feature for the... Uh... <laughs> well, that's it. Was it... Uh, I don't know if it was this song, but it was one of the one of the songs that we studied for this week, so I'll bring it up now. Um, but uh, I love the... Like, in the... You know, if you read some of the some of the stuff written about these songs, where it's just like, well, people aren't sure if John played the twelve string uh, Rickenbacker in this one or this other guitar, and like, you know, it's pop- somebody was there who said that you know he did play, but mm-hmm. if you listen to it, it didn't sound like. And I'm just like, wow, I wonder, like, like thinking about how you know they're going to analyze the equipment that they used, and you know, like, oh, you know, one day future. You know, when they go back and listen to Alphabetical, they'll listen to early episodes. Like, well, they were still using the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the Behringer, the, the Behringer at that point <laughs> before they switched to the Focusrite. And, uh, you know, you can really hear it in, uh, you know, when John switched mics. Right. I like that our technology is also following a similar path. Like we start yeah. off somewhat primitive and, right. mm-hmm. you know. And we've, we're starting to have a couple of squabbles that we manage to keep quiet when it's time to record. You know, we, right. we still right. try to put out a good product free of I drama. I will. I'll, I'll do bits you want me to do. I'll, if you don't want me to do any bits, I'll be quiet. <laughs> just tell me what you want me to do, and that's what I will do. You know what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna dub over. 
you for the next episode. <laughs> I'm Although, just, I'm, I got it. I'm just gonna Alex, it is a little weird that your dog is just in a hospital bed in the corner for like <laughs> the whole time we're recording. <laughs> Not saying a word. No. John oh, never goes. did say a word. Mm. He did say the word. The word was love. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> Not there yet. So do we want to talk numbers for this, for Matchbox? It doesn't sound good for old Ringo there. Sounds like he's uh, in for a beaten. Hmm. Um, I don't, I think ones are reserved for, well, for the worst I gave, of the yeah, worst. Yeah, I gave it, I gave, wow. give it a two. I, yeah, okay. I, I gave it a 2.5. Yeah. Yeah. Because so Ringo, like, I gave him a little. Extra, so you think it's like, it's as good as a day in the life? <laughs> Might be better. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'll, I'll go straight to because I'm not not a fan of this mm-hmm. song. Number two, number two. <laughs> I gave it three. Whoa! So, so, so wait, Martha, my, Martha dear, my dear, and, and Matchbox. Wow, they're equally sonically equivalent in your ears. You feel the same. That's amazing. I cannot get a break. If I give it a bad review, you guys yell at me. I give something a good review, and you guys is yell your, at me. Is your blues name Deaf Alex Robinson? Wow. Hi, oh, Deaf Alex Robinson. All right, John, where are you on? Oh, I did two. You did a number two. I did it too. I'm sorry. Oh, what's what's our two matchbox? Two matches. Oh yeah. Oh two yeah. Matches. We didn't. We didn't establish two, two holes. Two holes. <laughs> Can I just say real quick? Uh, I miss matchboxes. Does anybody else the feel, car? That, feel that way? No, not the cars. The the just matches like in a box. Oh, right. Yes. Mm. It's kind of cool. You still find them every once Sliding in a while. Sliding that out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sound. Nobody carries those around. Though. You can open it up. You see all your clothes inside the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all safe and sound. And little, little tiny Carl Perkins. Like, little oh, Carl me. Perkins. Um, <laughs> I come like, from from another planet where yeah. I'm normal sized. Exactly. So and I'm a I, cop. I miss uh, I miss Matchbox. Dollman, come on, man. Oh, I'm right, gonna right. keep referencing. <laughs> <laughs> so your your theory is that Carl Perkins is from another planet where he's very small. So no, holding, no, no, holding <laughs> a Matchbox holding his clothes is like saying a steamer trunk. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. Wow! You like, just went reverse Dollman on me. Whoa. Yeah. You know what I miss? Steamer trunks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steamer trunks. I Cleveland steamer trunks. <laughs> oh, oh number two. Hi, laddie. Other versions, covers, etc. cetera. Uh, Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically any, just the album version, because I found, <laughs> I also saw. Nerd. He had an interesting lineup in, in his recording, original recording. There was one from a TV special where it was Carl Perkins with Eric Clapton and Johnny Cash. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's more interesting than what I was going to say. Well, it might have been just Eric. <laughs> like it was, I think Eric Clapton or Derek and the Dominoes or whatever his band. Layla. They were playing on exactly. TV and then they brought in Johnny Cash and Carl Perkins to do this matchbox. Golden. Gold, what are they called? The. Uh, Million Dollar Quartet? They did do this, right? Uh, I have the album on my iPod. I, uh, didn't, I do um, randomly. So did they do this? Is it on there? There was a TV special with Carl Perkins, about Carl Perkins with George Harrison on it. Right. And I think they did uh, this. Yeah. It was from like 1986 or something. Right. I think that was the first time I was really saw George Harrison since I got into the Beatles at that mm. time. It was very strange seeing... It was relatively clean cut at the time, and oh, that this was uh, the when did the Traveling Wilburys sort of? <clears throat> yeah. It was like eighty nine. I, yeah. I was going to say they did before that. They were just like the the Silver Wilburys or something like that. They had a different name when it was just like a one off. Oh, that was them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I think they did this also. Right? They did, yeah, along with Honey Don't and Blue Suede Shoes. <laughs> Honey Don't. Honey Don't. Well, also our old friend Paul McCartney. Oh. On the live album Tripping the Live Fantastic, mm. he does this uh, song. 
So there you go, Paul McCartney bringing it back. All right. You guys know what a Paul fan I am. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always talking about Paul. He's it doesn't so look like it was on uh, million the Million Dollar Quartet. Dollar quartet. Hmm. Well, all right then. Huh. <clears throat> well, um, all right. So mixed bag on that one. Generally peaches. pretty low. Mixed bag of peaches <laughs> on that. I'm going to put all those peaches in my matchbox and bring them home. <laughs> you think they'll fit? Why can't I hold all these peaches? <laughs> um. Well, uh, the Silver Wilburys uh, may or may not have been a band, but uh, yeah. there is a silver hammer wielded by a guy named Maxwell that we'll be talking about on Friday. Boop. Um, so, everybody, uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter, Ralph Beatles. Give us a review on iTunes, won't you? And come back, listen to us on Friday here on Alphabetical, talking about Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Clang, clang. Thank you. Thank you.